0: The mission of this podcast is to help you use your own podcast as a marketing tool to become a thought leader in your field, reach a global audience, and get more clients. That get more clients part is really the ultimate, isn't it? We're not podcasting as a hobby. Yes, it's fun, but it takes significant time and effort. We need to get paid for it in whatever form that looks like. So today we're going to talk about using your podcast to promote your services. In other words, how to use your podcast to get more clients. Welcome back to Podcast Launchpad. I'm Kelly. Every guest I've interviewed here or at Marketing Chat who has their own podcast has told me that their podcast has been a huge help in getting new clients. As you know, having your own podcast builds the know-like-trust factor. The more people listen to your show, the more they get to know you. The more they learn from you, the more they like you, and the more they trust you. As they become fans of your show, they'll want to check out your services. When they do, when they reach out to do a discovery call with you, your podcast helps to shorten the sales cycle because they feel like they already know you. My clients have listened to my show. They know what I'm about. They know my vibe. They know what my mission is. During a discovery call, they tend to have fewer questions for me since they've already listened to at least a few episodes of my podcast. The questions they do have are about whether they are able to overcome a specific problem and not about who I am. They may ask about how we can work together, but not about whether I am capable of helping them. They already know I can help them from listening to my show. It's the same for the guests I've interviewed, and it's the same for you. Now, most listeners aren't going to reach out for your help unless you let them know that you're available to help them. So of course this means that you have to promote your services in your podcast. You can't just produce content, sit back, and hope that listeners will reach out to you. You have to be proactive, be very clear, and invite listeners to reach out. And you have to make it easy for them to get in touch. Before I get into how to promote your services, let's talk about four things that you need to be doing in your show to make promoting your services effective. First, you have to create highly valuable content for your listeners. If you aren't creating highly valuable content, listeners won't come back. They won't follow your show. You won't be able to turn casual listeners into real fans. Creating highly valuable content is what helps to establish yourself as a thought leader in your field. It makes you the go-to expert in your field, the person that listeners will want to work with to solve the problem that your podcast is helping them with. The second thing you need to do is to be fully yourself. You have to let your unique personality shine through. Remember that it's your personality that helps to make your podcast truly unique. The content that you're creating may be similar to someone else's show, but no one else has your personality. You are the reason that a listener will choose to listen to your show over someone else's show. The third thing you need to do is to publish consistently. Pick the day of the week you're publishing and stick to that day week after week. Same day, same time every week. Your loyal listeners will come back and look forward to your episodes on that day. Your show will become part of their routine on that day. Now, speaking of loyal listeners, The fourth thing you need to do is build a loyal following. Referring to Pat Flynn's audience pyramid, you're turning casual listeners into active listeners, then into a connected community, and finally into superfans. Active listeners may buy from you. A connected community and superfans definitely buy from you. In fact, superfans go out of their way to buy from you. Creating superfans goes back to creating awesome content, being fully yourself, and publishing consistently. You also need to engage with your audience. This means DMing new legitimate followers on social media. You reach out to them. Don't wait for them to reach out to you. Reply to comments on your posts. Do Instagram Lives or other live streaming events do coaching call-style episodes, invite listeners to leave you voice recordings or a message that you play or read on your show. All of this will help turn your audience into fans. You can start promoting your services anytime, even from day one of your show, but you'll get the most traction once you've turned casual listeners into active listeners, since it's active listeners who will actually buy from you. So, how do you promote your services in your podcast? Here are my four recommendations. First, you're going to promote only one service at a time. You're not going to send people to your services page to check out my services. That's too broad. You need to give your listeners very specific instructions on what action you want them to take. I discussed this in episode 78 on how to create effective calls to action for a podcast. You don't want to overwhelm listeners with too many options. That's what happens when you send them to your general services page. So you're going to pick just one and direct listeners to a link to that specific one. Second, the type of service to promote should be an easy-to-take action. So a free discovery call or an entry-level single session. It's pretty tough to sell listeners straight into a high-ticket program directly from your podcast. It's much easier to get them into a single session or to get on a discovery call with you. These are low-commitment, low-cost actions. They're essentially a taste of what it's like to work with you. That can lead to a high ticket program down the road. If you don't offer discovery calls or single sessions, you may want to consider doing that. And you don't have to offer an unlimited number of them. Do them just one or two days a week and for a limited amount of time on those days. Now, even if you do allow an unlimited number of them, it's best for you to limit them to specific days and times so that you can get into that mindset during those times. So you want to schedule your writing at specific times, editing if you do that yourself at a different time, social media at a different time, client work at a different time, and sales calls at a different time. You don't want to be recording your podcast from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., for example, and have to take a break at 11 a.m. to do a sales call. So create batching times in your calendar every week and stick with it. Now, getting listeners into a high-ticket group program isn't impossible. I'll share some tips for this in a few minutes after I go over the next two suggestions. So, third suggestion. Whatever service you decide to promote, you need to promote for at least one month. This is also something I discuss in episode 78 on Calls to Action. Promoting a service in just one episode isn't enough. People need lots of repetition for an idea to stick, especially when it comes to making a buying decision. Remember that most people listen to podcasts while they're doing something else like driving, cooking, or cleaning. When they hear your call to action to schedule a session with you, they might not be able to pick up their phone and click a link right then. And if this is the first time they're hearing that call to action, they'll probably forget about it later. But if it's the fourth or fifth time they're hearing it, they'll be more likely to remember it. And actually, in marketing, there's a maxim called the rule of seven, which states that consumers need to hear a message seven times before they're ready to buy. So if you publish one episode a week and you promote your service for just one month, that's just four times that a loyal listener will hear your message. That's not enough according to the rule of seven. So what can you do? You can promote that service for longer than a month, you can also use a dynamic ad to promote your service, and that's suggestion number four. Dynamic ads are also something I discussed in episode 78 about calls to action. I'll go over them again here in case you aren't familiar with them. A dynamic ad is a short ad that you record separately from your regular episodes. It's just one call to action. In this case, the ad is a promotion for one service. In your podcast hosting provider, if it supports dynamic ads, you upload the ad, then insert it into any or all episodes as a pre-roll, mid-roll, or post-roll. Pre-rolls are super easy because the ad gets tacked on to the very beginning of the episode before the episode starts. The benefit of this is that you don't have to figure out where to place the ad. Now the downside of pre-rolls is that listeners can tell it's an ad so they may hit the forward 30 seconds button and skip it. Post-rolls are like pre-rolls and that they're super easy because they get tacked onto the very end of the episode after the episode is done. The benefit here is that you don't have to figure out where to place the ad. The major downside is that lots of listeners pick up their phone and skip to a different podcast as soon as the sign-off starts. That's what I do. So many listeners won't hear your post roll. Mid-roll ads are ads that get placed in the middle of an episode. These are difficult to do if you don't record a pause somewhere in the middle of your episode because then you have to find a natural-sounding spot to drop in the ad. Otherwise, the ad might get dropped in in the middle of a sentence. So that's the downside of mid-rolls, that they're really difficult to do. Now, the major upside of mid-rolls is that they tend to be more effective than pre-rolls and post-rolls. Listeners are much less likely to pick up their phone in the middle of an episode to skip a mid-roll ad. So most listeners will hear your mid-roll ad, but again, they're difficult to place if you don't record a pause in the middle of your episode. Now, whichever ad type you decide to use, you would want to apply the ad to all episodes. This means that all of your past episodes would play the ad as well as your current and future episodes. What happens then is whatever episode any listener plays will feature that ad in it. On any given day, I get the most plays from my most recent episode, but I've got people listening to many old episodes as well. If I promote a service only in current episodes for just one month, that means that listeners won't hear about that service when they listen to old episodes. So if someone finds my show and they're listening to episode 20 and here I am on episode 81, they won't know that I'm promoting a service if they're just listening to episode 20. But if I use a dynamic ad, they'll hear about my service even if they don't listen to any current episodes at all. And there's a chance for much more repetition since I've got listeners listening to more than one episode at a time. For the listeners who listen to two episodes a day, twice a week that I release new episodes, that's four episodes a week for a four-week promotion. So that's 16 times they'd hear that ad. If you're doing one episode a week, for the people listening to two episodes a day, once a week, they're hearing your ad eight times during a month. That's one more time than the rule of seven. Now, yes, there are some people who won't hear the ad that many times, and there are other people who will hear the ad more than that. But you see how using a dynamic ad optimizes how many times listeners will hear about your service compared to sharing your service directly in your episode for only one month. Another benefit of using dynamic ads is that you can change them anytime. Now, you don't want to change them frequently or randomly. Remember, repetition. But when you are ready to change the ad, you record a new one, upload it to your podcast hosting provider, and replace the old ad with a new one. It's also fine to just get rid of the old one and not have any for a while. So let's talk for a minute about promoting a high ticket group program on your podcast. This has to be the one and only call to action on your show for as long as you're promoting this service. You will definitely want to use dynamic ads for it because most likely you'll have a specific launch date for your program. So you need to be able to remove the ad and change the ad out based on the timing of what's going on. And you will absolutely want to talk about your program for more than a month. You'll have to build up significant buzz for the program so the dynamic ads are essential so that people hear about it no matter what episode they listen to. You'll also want to change out the ad over time. The first one can mention the program as a coming soon sort of thing. You don't necessarily have to give any kind of link to it just yet. And when you do, it can be a link to a landing page with a sign-up form to get on the waitlist. When the sales page goes live, you'll need a new ad for that. The ad should change as the deadline approaches, then have a different ad during the final 24 hours before the doors close. And you'll need to be ready to pull the ad as soon as enrollment ends. You can get rid of the ad completely or replace the ad with something else, such as an ad for a single session or a discovery call. Since this is a high-ticket, high-commitment program, you need more time to promote it, a bit more creativity in promoting it, more buzz, and more nurturing. No matter what service you promote, show excitement, touch on their dream, and talk about their drain or the problem you're helping them solve. Even though your listeners have come to know, like, and trust you, working with you isn't a no-brainer if they aren't superfans yet, so you have to make it clear why they should work with you. That is it for today. Be sure to follow this show so you don't miss a single episode, and I will see you next time on Podcast Launchpad. I'm going to go